In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the last Sunday in the Coptic year, and God willing, next Sunday will be the beginning of the new Coptic year. That's why the readings of this Sunday and last Sunday about the end of the world. And usually, when we think about the end of the world and all the tribulation that will happen during this time, we think about it in a negative way. And we are scared to live during this time. But if you want to look at it from a positive perspective, the end of the world is considered actually the feast of the feasts because with the end of the world the Lord will come on the clouds and he will take the righteous with him and then the blessed and happy and joyful eternity will start that is the day of the wedding in which the church the bride of Christ will wed to her bridegroom Christ. So this is the feast of the feasts. That's why the church want to celebrate the end of the year by reminding us that all of us we are waiting for this blessed and happy moment. When the Lord comes on the cloud to take us and we start the eternal life in which there is no suffering, there is no groaning, there is no pain, there is no sorrow, there is no sin, there is no temptation. Satan cannot actually tempt us to fall in sin in heaven. So that's why I am saying the end of the world is considered the feast of the feasts. In all the readings of today, if you paid attention about the end of the world, St. Paul in the second epistle to the Thessalonians spoke about some signs that will happen before the end of the world and the second coming of Christ. St. Peter spoke about in the second epistle of Peter in the Catholic letter of today about the people who are casting doubt on the second coming of the Lord. He said some people will ask where is the promise of his coming? For since the father fell asleep all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. And St. Paul answered and he told them, one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Also, in the Acts of the Apostle, there is a quote from the speech of St. Peter, in which he spoke about the great day of the Lord, when he said, I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood, and fire and vapor of smoke, the sun, 
shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and notable day of the Lord. The gospel is about the signs of the end of the world and also the psalm from Psalm 101 we heard in the psalm heaven are the works of your hands they shall perish but you remain because heaven and earth will pass away but I like to speak with you about the Pauline letter today from second epistle to the Thessalonians in which St. Paul spoke about some sure signs about the second coming of the Lord. The first sign is the apostasy. Apostasy or falling away. Many people will deny their faith. As St. Paul said, let no one deceive you by any means. For that day, the second coming of the Lord will not come unless the falling away comes first unless the falling away comes first and why why many people will deny christ will deny christianity saint paul explained he told them do you not remember that when i was still with you i told you these things and now you know what is restraining that he might be revealed in his own time for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way then the lawless one will be revealed what does this mean with the incarnation of the son of god and after his resurrection and ascension to heaven he sent the holy spirit and the holy spirit the grace of the holy spirit restraining satan when we say satan is bound mean there is restraining on him he has certain limits to work within these limits but before the last day what will happen the holy spirit the grace of the holy spirit that is restraining will be removed and satan will be released will not be bound anymore that's what saint paul said now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time so the Holy Spirit restraining Satan so that Satan will not appear except in the appointed time except in the time that's appointed by God for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work the fact that Satan is restrained doesn't mean there is no lawlessness no the mystery of lawlessness is in work because he can move, Satan can move within certain boundaries but he is not free to do whatever he wants to do only he who now restrains, the Holy Spirit who now restrains will do so 
will keep restraining Satan until he, the Holy Spirit, is taken out of the way. Then the grace of the Holy Spirit will be removed. Satan will be released. And then the lawless one will be revealed. The lawless one is the Antichrist, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. So when the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Holy Spirit, will be removed, Satan will be free, apostasy will happen, many people will deny the faith, and also the Antichrist will appear, the man of sin, as he said, then the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. The state of the world will be exactly like before Christ. Before Christ, most of the world were pagan, worshipping idols. Most of the world lived in philosophy, and they worshipped philosophy. Not the heavenly wisdom, but the human wisdom. Most of the world lived in sexual immorality. Most of the world lived in hating one another. There were wars and people killing one another. Even Israel, the chosen people of God, struggled to live in righteousness. And many people wonder right now whether Satan is released now or not. Because we see many people are denying Christianity. Many people became atheists. Many people live in sexual immorality. Now sin is not ashamed. Sin takes pride. Sexual immorality, homosexuality, transgenderism, abortion, all these things actually are now taking pride as human rights. People are exalting themselves above God. They follow their own mind. They follow, they follow their own understanding and their own philosophy. And we hear about wars and about crimes. Murder now, we hear about it frequently. It was not like this. So, when we see the signs, we need to be watchful. We need to be ready. Lest Christ comes and he finds us not ready for his second coming. Another thing is the spirit of deception. Satan is the deceiver. So, at the end of times, you will find many people who are false teachers. As St. Paul said, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. 
with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth. And now even within the church, we find many false teachers. They don't love the truth. They follow their own mind. Whatever their mind justifies for them, they believe in it. And they deny the truth. For this reason, St. Paul says, God will send them strong delusion. When St. Paul said God will send them strong delusion, it's not actively, actively God is sending them this delusion. But if they rejected the truth, then they are rejecting God. If they are rejecting God, then they deliver themselves to Satan, the deceiver. That is the spirit of deception. That is a strong delusion. That they should believe the lie. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now we see many people don't like the truth. Within the church, people down there are saying the Bible has mistakes. The Bible is fallible. And outside the church, we can see people who had pleasure in unrighteousness. Pleasure in unrighteousness. See how many people actually defending abortion, defending divorce, defending homosexuality, defending transgenderism. And they are taking pleasure in unrighteousness because they did not believe the truth. For example, the truth is very clear that there are two genders, male and female. There is no more than this. Scientifically, medically, biologically, genetically, there are two genders. When people actually speak about 72 genders, they, then they don't believe in the truth. They want to believe a lie. And because they want to believe a lie, they actually are drifted away from God, from the truth. And they are delivering themselves to this strong delusion. When I see what is going on around us, I say that is the strong delusion. To believe all these crazy things, that's a strong delusion that St. Paul spoke about. Because they do not love the truth. They believed a lie. They believed a lie. But we, the children of God, as St. Paul said, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through the sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth, to which he called you by our gospel. You need to abide in the truth. Abiding in the truth is abiding in God. Don't follow any false 
teaching. Don't follow the philosophies of this world. You have the word of God. The word that God sent us. And as we said yesterday in the Bible study, the voice of God is mighty. And we said the voice of God is his word. Follow the word of God. Follow the word of God as interpreted by the early church fathers who were very close to the time of Christ. So they have the right understanding of the word of God. Live as the early church was living. Live as when the Holy Spirit was restraining Satan and the church was strong in faith. Don't follow these contemporary philosophies and this contemporary deception. Yes, at the end of the times, there will be many false teachers from within and from without, from inside and from outside. Pray that you have the spirit of discernment to be able to discern the true from the falsehood and abide by the truth. Yes, there will be tribulation. Yes, there will be difficult time. But don't be afraid. Christ is with us. And if Christ is with us, who will be against us? We have the Holy Spirit abiding in us. We have God the Father is watching over us because we are his children. When the Bible tells us about the great tribulations and about the famines and the, all what will happen at the end of days, not to scare us, but to warn us to abide with God. That's why in the Gospel of today, the Lord told us, he who endures to the end will be saved. We need to be strong. We need to endure to the end. We need to cling to the truth. We need actually to have this strong relationship with the Holy Trinity. God the Father watching over us, Christ redeeming us and giving us his body and his blood. Holy Spirit inside us, you are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit. How can Satan touch us or how Satan can deceive us who are the children of the truth? But if we start believing the lies, if we start follow our minds and we exalt ourselves before the inspiration, above the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we need to submit our mind to God. But when we exalt our minds, that is very limited in understanding. And we exalt our mind to be above God. That is the spirit of the Antichrist. I'm not saying we need, because mind and intelligence is, is a gift from God, but has to be submitted to God, not to be exalted above God. May the Lord help us during these days to abide by the truth and to live for our salvation and to protect us from the spirit of delusion the spirit of deception, so that when he comes, we will be joyful, we will be caught up on the cloud, 
to meet him and spend the whole eternity enjoy happiness, blessedness with the Holy Trinity and all the choir of the angels and saints. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.